0: Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings and welcome aboard WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, your subpar host. Across from me is Joe McGranahan, the uh, intellectual snob <laughs> Who said that? Dan, yesterday, called oh, me Dan. Oh, that's right. Okay. You notice I didn't call him anything in return. Well. I mean, I'm polite. I may be an intellectual snob, but I'm polite. My friend Bob Garrett at the Chamber of Commerce, I've telling him that story. He said, well, you aren't either of those. Oh, yes. <laughs> intellectual or snob. Oh, well, thank you, I <laughs> Thank guess. you. Yeah, that's what I, what's called damning by faint praise. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Well, how are you this morning now that I've done your job for... Oh, I'm sorry. Brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf and and North 4th Street in Sunbury, home of the great service department and everything you ever need in a vehicle. And do you wish to uh, announce that we have a telephone number? Yes, I do. It's 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236, but be sure to put in the word keyword OTM. Do we have any
2: kind of open phones today? Uh, limited? Yes. No, nearly open, <laughs> open phones. Proper references. We have nearly open phones today. Okay. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, not as wound up as you, but I'm perfectly I'm okay. I'm not wound up. I just, you know, I like to vary the intro
1: from time to time. <laughs> I, I could tell when you're in your comfort zone. I, I look at your eyes, they kind of glaze over when you start the show. You know, it's like I've done this 65,000 <laughs> times over the last 12,
2: 14 years. <laughs> that was my forehead hitting the microphone. <laughs> I have that effect on people. All right. 1 800 795 9565. Joe was right. You're welcome to call today. We'd love to hear from you. Anything you'd like to say? Uh, no texts coming into the show, but we'll take uh, some as time goes on. 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We'd love to include uh, you in our conversations today. We have Marjorie Taylor Green issued an apology for uh, one of the bizarre statements that she's made lately. Not really all of them, but uh, at least one of them. So I guess that's. That's progress, right? Uh, the ones about the Holocaust. And we have Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer
1: used referring the word to retarded p- in reference to developmentally disabled children during the oh, podcast. Oh, oh. Interview.
2: so he wasn't calling an individual like saying well, what Joe is, is retarded. He was saying. Uh, he that said, When I was first the-
1: an assemblyman, they wanted to build a congregate living space for retarded children. The whole neighborhood was against it.
2: Okay. Well, but... um, It's a term that was used... Right, it's an outdated term. Uh, But um, in a technical sense, since he's quoting the movement at that time, which they probably called the House for Individuals Who Are Retarded, it's not as bad, I don't
1: think. Anyway, but... I don't know whether we... I I said to you before we went on the air when we were talking about this that George Carlin, uh, a few years back, and Rob, you may recall this, did a wonderful routine about euphemisms. And he talked about. He started off by saying, during World War One, when soldiers had a bad experience, you know, and they that really had been, um, I guess, start, starting to have some mental issues. It was called shell shock. Okay. By World War Two, it had changed. You know, shell shock. That was that was, as he said, a simple, direct term. But then it became battle fatigue in World okay. War Two, And now it's post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. You know, he talked about a lot of those things about how over the years we've softened up the names of things. And, and retarded, I must admit, you know, in today's world, it does sound awfully.
3: Uh, An individual
1: with a
2: developmental delay. A, a
1: developmental disability. And I think that's you know, obviously that is something that, uh, as a words words go, that's more acceptable than retarded.
2: Well, and now our our uh, our goal really is to use terms that aren't necessarily uh, an insult to somebody. So if you say somebody's retarded, that makes it sound like, you know, they have no hope or something, but... Well, I think I, it's because people used to call, you know, they used to abuse it. They would say, hey, you're a retard. People first, so you say it is a person with an intellectual disability, or like I I could say Joe is a person who is an intellectual snob, something like that. So it's not an insult. It's just a description. Well, that's true. But retarded, it's kind of a harsh, cold Whoa, word. Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely no its no good. I don't know why they ever came up with it in the first place. <laughs> I don't know. Um, to describe people of disabilities, uh, mental disabilities. Uh, if you ever watch somebody with autopilot land a plane, as they get land on the ground, as they touch ground, the autopilot says, retard, retard, which <laughs> right. means to put the uh, reverse thrust. Well, they used on. to call them when
1: I was in and college. And I thought, oh,
2: they're going to have to change that.
1: When I was in college, they referred to them as orthogenically backwards. And that didn't
2: fly either. <laughs> I could see why. <laughs> all right, one right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. So Chuck Schumer okay, kind of in in hot water. Should he resign? Now. Let's have him resign. Well, I don't think he should resign, but we should take away all his committees. Okay, I'm I'm for that. And uh, you and know, demote it, him from House uh, Senate leadership. Right, demote him down to just a, a nor like, do the Marjorie Taylor Greene because he has a widespread, long-term pattern of bizarre statements. See these Jewish lasers that started the California wildfires, uh, if he said that, he should be demoted. Now, fortunately, he didn't. Well, remember, he did stand on the steps of the
1: Supreme Court and yelled, hey, Gorsuch, hey, well, we're coming for you. <laughs> you remember that? Yep,
2: one 800 795 That was an incitement Five- to violence if I ever heard one. Um, I, the only clipping I found out of it, this is all over, but the, uh, to find the audio and the words, I went to Washington Post. It says, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Monday, visited the Holocaust Museum, and then apologized for previously comparing coronavirus face mask policies to the Nazi practice of labeling Jews with the Star of David badges. But the Georgia Republican declined to walk back other controversial statements she has made. Now, honestly, the post goes on to list one right after another. There's a hundred of them. The Jewish space lasers starting the California wildfires. That's the least. She still pounds on the door of uh, uh, <laughs> Rep- the the, uh, um, the representative across the hall who she hates that uh, she's yelling Pounds through on her- the door right she she used the back of a binder now instead of her fist to pound on the door and harass she wants to talk to her <laughs> so. who's that um, Omar oh Ilian Omar yes yes okay. yes thank you I'm right. drawing a blank on well the she floor, also man. compared the Democratic Party to the Nazis to Hitler's party so right well here's the apology now this is a real apology you know you have heard people do fake apologies in the past this is a real one
4: the pandemic presented
5: huge stressors on
2: no no that's not it this is it. Well, That's quite an apology that's our actuality for the news here's uh, marjorie taylor green
5: i have made a mistake and it's really bothered me for a couple of weeks now and so i definitely want to own it this afternoon i visited the holocaust museum the holocaust is there's nothing comparable to it It's, it's, it happened and, you know, over 6 million Jewish people were murdered. More than that, there were not just Jewish people, black people, Christians, all kinds of people, children, people that, that the Nazis didn't believe were good enough or perfect enough. And the horrors of the Holocaust are something that some people don't even believe happened and some people deny but there is no comparison to the Holocaust and there are words that I have said and remarks that I've made that I know are offensive and for that I want to apologize and I am I am just fine and very glad to be able to come out here and do that because I believe it's important I believe
2: all right. Well, she goes on. Well, oh, that to was a gent. sounded
1: like yes. a genuine apology. I'm I was surprised, shocked.
2: but I thought she was going to say, "Oh, I I apologize if anyone was offended." You know, those right. fakie apologies, but nope, it was a real one. No, so. and she, she's absolutely
1: right. There is no comp, nothing comparable to the Holocaust in our history.
2: Well, we throw that around today, and I think maybe because we don't have any as many World War II soldiers around, you know, to. to give us to remind us of the glimpse of what really happened there so we say oh well this this is like nazi germany having to when you go into the giant you have to wear a face mask or something and it's uh you know as she said there's no comparison well, if all the nazis did was require people to wear face masks i don't think they would have gone down in history as quite the villains they went down as all 800 eric is uh, patiently waiting good morning sir you're on the mark
6: Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. I wanted to follow up on my comment yesterday about the 21-gun salute. From what I understand, you guys did not get another caller who explained that. Is that correct? No.
1: Nope. No, and I didn't look it up. I didn't have time to okay. look it
6: up. I, I, I did, and I, I, I am embarrassed. As a student of history, I didn't know this. I come from a Navy family. Um, the 21-gun salute came as a result of during wartime or times of tension when a ship would come into a, a, a harbor— they would discharge their cannon. Typically, they would shoot seven, they're not sure whether that was because a lot of the ships had a seven cannon configuration, three on each side, one on the bow, or it just became one, the the, other explanation is one for each day of the week. So they would discharge their cannon, and because the cannon took a long time to reload, that would signify they were coming in peace. And then in response to that, the the fort uh, would then respond with twice that number because they had more powder on hand so then then we respond back with 14 back to them seven times two so then it become a total of 21 basically saying each are signifying that this is going to be a peaceful exchange as the ship came into the harbor and from that point, it became, it went over to the, the salute for <laughs>
7: well,
2: it's no, war. Actually, I didn't know
1: it. when I did look it up, it, I found something a little bit different. It said, because of greater quantities of gunpowder could be stored right. on dry land, right. forts exactly. could fire yeah. three rounds for every one fired at sea, hence the number okay. 21.
6: Okay, okay. I thought it was a total of 21, 7, 14, but okay, 21. So, um, uh Thank you for your uh, discussion about intellectual disabilities. That's where I spent my career with the Commonwealth. Um, people don't know this, but uh, we throw around the terms you called someone an idiot, a moron, or an imbecile. Uh, did you know that back in the early part of the, ninth or the 20th century, those actually were scientific terms? Oh, sure. Yes, absolutely. A level, level of impairment.
1: Right. You know? I can so, remember my co-
6: came into the vernacular, you know. I so. can
1: remember my college textbook of psychology. The first one, first one I got, it showed a picture of all three. I don't think that picture would be acceptable today, and I wish I had held on to that book. But it had well, a
6: picture <laughs> is hard to define because actually it's a level of IQ, an well, IQ score. But having worked over at Seals Grove Center, I can tell you some of the most um, challenged individuals trying to get an IQ score is is really a shot in the dark. But, yeah, I think we've moved beyond that, and I hope we do. And finally, uh, the comment about, I'm, I'm happy to hear the comment about the Holocaust Museum. I would encourage anyone who goes to visit Washington to put the Holocaust Museum on one of the places to visit. Yes, it's not a fun place to go like the Arab Museum or the Natural History Museum. But you learn, um, and the way the museum is set up um, is you, when you go in, you get, like a, uh, you get someone's name. And uh, on on a card, on an ID card, like uh, like Germany had to carry ID cards all the time. You know your cards, and as you go through the museum, you open different parts of the cards. But it's not until the very end do you find out if that person survived the Holocaust or not. Each of the persons is one of the Holocaust people involved. That museum is able to hit all of your senses except taste, hmm. sight, obviously, sound even smell as you go through a room which is filled with thousands of old shoes. So you get to get the smell of, of that. Anyone who visits Washington should go there. Salemsgrove uh, back when my kids were in middle school, had a, a semester where they studied the Holocaust and it culminated with a trip to Washington, D.C. to the Holocaust Museum. So I was able to help chaperone twice. And I learned a lot more the second time through.
2: But, All right. uh, I, yeah. I would
6: encourage anyone, a uh, student of history, anyone who doesn't believe the Holocaust exists or believes any of these people wasn't that bad or Nazi Germany wasn't that bad, I really encourage them to go down to visit the Holocaust Museum when you go down to see some of the other fun things down in Washington.
2: All right. right. Couldn't agree with you more. All right. Thank, thank you, you so much. Okay. Thanks, gentlemen. I appreciate, I appreciate the call. it. Hold on, Tom. We will be right back. We'll go directly to the break and then directly to you.
8: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subray Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth.
9: They wanted to build. In sh- uh, when I first was assemblyman, mm. they wanted to build a, pl- a congregate living place for retarded children.
10: Mm.
11: The whole neighborhood was against it. These are harmless kids. They just needed nah. some help. We yeah. got it done.
2: Took a- uh, yeah, the yeah, part where a he used, used the word "well." We got a bad switch over there. So oh,
8: I, I can start it again if you want me to yep. give it a shot. Sure, Yeah, okay. if you got it going now. Let's see here if we can do this. Now nope, I got a commercial. We'll have to try again.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: sorry about that.
1: Okay.
8: <laughs> All right.
2: Well, Thank then you, we've Rob. got Tom Appreciate on the line. That. Yes. Oh, geez. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. You're on the mark.
3: Yeah, I'm a little bit confused about some of your calls here lately about this pipeline from Russia to Germany. Well, I'd like some of your callers or or, or you guys that are seem to be experts on it to <laughs> to tell to tell me. What land? What land that they own? What land do do we own over there? What bodies of water do we do we own that we can tell people not to, to not to build not to build anything? What what do we own over there? I mean, uh, I understand that he can tell the United States he can stop a pipeline in the United States, but how? I didn't know he was a president of any other part of the world.
1: It this, was done through. Stop it! It was done through sanctions that President Trump imposed on the Russians, and with good reason, I think. I well, don't think not. Should... A, san- a sanction is not going to stop it.
2: Well, it did. Well, yeah. For some reason, it did. <laughs> but you can bone up on it anytime you wish to. Suffice to say. Uh, Fox and Joe are seizing on the opportunity <laughs> for the uh, one sanction to be lifted sufficiently for one pipeline to continue. But yet the Keystone XL pipeline blocked. And, of course, now the final the company wisely gave up and said, you know, this wasn't going to work out anyway. So, why well,
3: sanction is Sanctions cannot stop it. If they want to okay. build a pipeline, <laughs> if it's going to make them a lot of money, they're going to build a pipeline. It's
1: going to make Germany dependent on gonna Russia. Stop it. It's going to make Germany dependent on Russia. It's, it's our ally Germany's our ally and there was all this talk when Trump was well, in you
3: what, it's a it's a lot it's a lot easier to, to to pipe oil through a pipeline than it is to put it on a to put it on a, on a big ship and, and and carry it over there
1: Agree with you But,
3: <laughs> so, you know, but and, it, it and, and it's the same lot thing
1: ap- The same thing applies here in the United States it's a lot easier to do that but yes president Biden blocked the Keystone Wimbley. pipeline
3: Look, Joe, if, you, if Canada <laughs> wants to build a pipeline to the ocean, they got land, it goes right to the ocean. They have, all they have to do is do it.
1: Well, they were actually building it to the refineries here in the United States. Yeah. So well, that was they can American
3: build their jobs. Refinery. They can do it all their own. They don't need us. They don't need it running across our land. They could have ran it across their land.
2: Right, and then in 10 years it will be totally obsolete and we won't we need it. We don't
3: have anything to do with it. We're not getting the oil. It's going on the free market.
1: We're getting the jobs, the refining jobs. Oh, job.
3: Joe, Joe, there's like 50 jobs when this is all done. It's, it's, it's nothing.
1: That's not true, Tom. There was 10,000 <laughs> jobs many, lost.
3: And how many of these people that are doing these jobs are leave, even from the United
1: States? Well, the, the people working on the pipeline were all from the United States, and most of them?
3: Oh, oh, I'll bet. Well, where I'll do you bet. think
1: they were from? Canada? Germany? Could Yugoslavia. Be. Could be.
3: It, could be. it could be from anywhere. Well, then maybe those it were Americans. Maybe those... a lot of them were from Canada.
1: Well, then maybe those were Americans building the pipeline over there in uh, Russia and in Germany. So... I doubt it. <laughs> so you doubt that they're Americans over there, but you believe they're foreigners that's building our bit, pipelines.
3: That's a little bit further away. I mean, Canada is pretty close to the United States, but. Uh... That's a little further away.
2: It's possible. Our, we have a text. Possible
9: to, there could be, but
2: we have a text sent to you, Tom. It starts out, L O L Tom, you must be a Putin puppet that you're okay with the Russian pipeline. Okay, Comrade Tom.
3: I'm not I didn't say I was okay with I I'm just saying that you guys are making a big deal out of that Biden can stop it and he can. Okay. He's not the president of any land over there. But it was stopped. He doesn't Tom. own any bodies of water.
1: Tom, do you know? It was it was stopped uh, until Biden lifted the restrictions. I was hoping we wouldn't have to do this.
3: No, it was not stopped yes, it because was. of that. If they wanted to do it, they could have done. It. How did there's President nothing Biden that, there's nothing okay that they could a Biden stop in absolutely Russia? Absolutely nothing
1: well i hate to tell you but it was stopped i mean that's the whole part behind what biden announced that he announced that he was lifting the restrictions and it was going to go forward he
3: was lifting restrictions but that doesn't mean anything that doesn't mean that even stopped it that doesn't even mean that that stopped it if they want to build a pipeline okay this is the,
2: this is the CNN version it says President Joe Biden Tuesday stood by his decision not to sanction the company in charge of building Russia's Nord stream 2 gas pipeline characterizing the move as protecting relationships with European allies quote I have been opposed to Nord stream 2 from the beginning Biden said Tuesday the pipeline which is expected to be finished this summer is expected to provide Europe with a sustainable natural gas supply while giving Russia more direct access to the European market quote but it was almost completely uh, it was almost completely by the time I took office completed his, uh, oh, completed. thank you by the time I took office Biden added and uh, to go ahead and impose sanctions now I think would be counterproductive in terms of our r- European relations and I hope we can work out how they handle it from this point on so that's a pretty telling couple paragraphs from CNN so, so,
3: so it was almost
2: finished well, that's what President Biden remarked yesterday. I don't know personally how far i I never really even looked Just into because
3: it because you put we have we have all kinds of sanctions on Russia right now. Is it stopping them from doing anything? no.
2: Well, it uh, it's an anchor on their economy. There's no argument about it's that. It's an it,
3: anchor on their economy, yes, but they c- it still doesn't stop anybody from doing anything. It's not a law. It doesn't say you, c- you absolutely you can't do it. Well, no, if we they can't build a pipeline. We're, you're right. Pipeline. No,
1: Tom, you're right. We can't we can't impose our will on other countries, but we can make it uncomfortable for them by imposing sanctions. That's what we do. We did it to the Japanese before World War right. II when yeah, they invaded China. That,
3: but you can't stop it. And like I said, they are not okay. going to listen to us. If they want to build a pipeline, if they're going to make money on it, they're going to build a pipeline, and, and it has nothing to do with Joe Biden. I do. That's what gets to me. Blame okay. Joe Biden for it. Blame Joe Biden for it. He can't stop it.
1: Well, he could if he wanted to. He can do to stop it. <laughs> he could if he wanted to. Could if he wanted to.
2: But he doesn't want to. No, he couldn't. He no. could not. He
3: could put <laughs> sanctions on them and make it rough one. could, but he could, could not uh, stop yes. it.
2: I remember when I was in There's elementary no school. that was fun. All right. Thank you so, so much, Tom. Tom.
1: Appreciate your comments uh, as always, Tom. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, you bring Appreciate up an interesting that. point. Can you really stop somebody by imposing sanctions? And, and Tom's it right. You, for you them can't. To do it. Right. You can make it uncomfortable for them. You know. Look at all the the people who are have sanctions imposed on them. They're trying to get us to remove them. Notably, North Korea, among others. Uh, you know, we did it to Libya. We did. We've done it to a lot of countries. Well, look where at the their companies that
2: say they they didn't like President Trump's sanctions on China, so they would ship their things to a third country and then to. Russia or to China, you know, so they could get around that, so they I could think rather sell than, goods overseas.
1: W- rather than giving money to these uh, triangle nations down south of the border, we should be imposing sanctions on them for not <laughs> for not giving their people a better quality of life. Mm, I don't know. Kamala
2: says that will stop the crisis at the U.S. border if you stop the flow of individuals out
1: well, of Kamala Guatemala. Well, Kamala hasn't been to the U.S. border and laughs when you bring it up to her. And uh, when, when, uh, I forget who the news anchor was who was interviewing her over the weekend, said, well, you She said, I've been to the border. And the news anchor looked at her and said, no, you haven't. You haven't been to the border. She said, well, her response was, well, I haven't been to Europe either. (laughs) What kind of an idiot have we elected there?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get that. Uh, I think she was just talking in terms of recreational travel. She hadn't been to. um... No, the specific question was in relation to the
1: border crisis that's going on south of us. All right. Well, eventually she's going to have to visit.
2: Um, Not today.
1: (laughs) There you go. Right. That's not exactly the quote, but that laugh is the same laugh she gave the reporter.
2: That's the quote quote where she said, are you going to the border today? (laughs) No, 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 no,
1: no. This was over the weekend.
2: Oh, the new one. Right. Yeah, 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 she had a new one.
1: She had a new one where she dodges the question. And, you know, how can you be in charge of the border and never having seen it?
2: Well, I don't know. I you know, I don't have any problem with that. If 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 they're solving the issue remotely from Washington DC, more power to them. But they're not solving the issue remotely from Washington, D.C. You know, the media is distracted, but fortunately Fox News still has their course well no, the media is deliberately ignoring the story well, because it fine. doesn't fit their right. their criteria. Uh, e- yeah, either way, it, it, the fact of the matter is that it's not getting widespread reporting, but the crisis continues. We're focusing on the president who's overseas and, you know, Vladimir Putin and other things, but the, the crisis continues. So, uh, like I said, you know, if you could, if you had a dilemma with your water tower and you could make f- six phone calls from here and f- fix it, good for you. You don't have to go there to fix it. But uh, she, <laughs> she cannot fix this remotely by herself or with anybody else. In don't you remote.
1: think I should go to that water tower to see exactly what the problem is and to assess what might be needed? <laughs> the decision I make from here might be entirely different than the decision I make if I'm actually standing there looking at it. Well, those
2: are two ways. Would well, you concede no. that? No. No, you, you won't You solve 90% of the problems in this building by calling people on the intercom because we had an obnoxious ringer on the intercom ago. So you knew you were in trouble. It was like a buzzer on your hand. So you didn't come and see every department every time there was some little pickle here. You no,
1: know. but it would have been easy for me to do so. It would be <laughs>
2: easier for her to go to the border to do it, too. Well, particularly while she was down there. So, I mean, it would been easy... While she was in Guatemala, he could stop on the way back. You would think she flew over it. Of course, she also referred to her trip to Mexico as an overseas trip, which <laughs> technically it's not. It's not. <laughs> All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Operative numbers for the next hour. This is W K O K Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings.
2: Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Hall of Fame broadcaster, ultra conservative. He's got his Fox funnels on today, which not only prevents uh, non-Fox sounds from getting into his ear, but it also changes the way he hears things. So he hears things in a conservative fashion. So he makes it easier for him to outright dismiss voices of reason in the world. And so Mr. Joe is here. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show. I portray a liberal on the radio, and for that, uh, you're probably well, great. Believe me, your CNN and MSNBC
1: funnels are blocking the view of my the control room that I normally would have. <laughs> they're pretty
2: big, aren't they're they? Pre- they're enormous. <laughs> well, but uh, <laughs> CNN, MSNBC, MSNBC, right? <laughs> MSNBC, MSNBC have a lot to say, so you need bigger funnels to take it all in. Plus, that's two networks. You just listen to one. You know, you hit. Well, you have one in each year.
1: I only have one. I can hear re- reasonable comments from others f- through my year that doesn't have the Fox funnel in
2: it. But yet you don't. <laughs> oh, very good. one 800 795 Do the news. one 800 795 is our telephone number, one 800 795 You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM in that uh, text. Uh, we have nearly open phones. We'd love to hear from you. We talked about Marjorie Taylor Greene with her sincere apology for referencing the Holocaust in terms of face mask wearing. And uh, let's see, we had uh, Chuck Schumer. Has he apologized yet for using the Yes? Word? He, he apologized. He did. Okay. He did. He did. All right, in all so fairness, he did. We got Maya Culpa's across the board here today on both sides of the aisle. So one in hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You want to weigh in on that? We talked about uh, President Biden uh, okaying or not okaying, but uh, declining impose more sanctions on an American company that's helping with a pipeline that will indirectly benefit Russia in a significant way and help European allies. And so to that end, uh, we talked about how President Biden is Putin's puppet. So maybe you have a view on that. one 800 Some very brief news headlines. State troopers attempted to conduct a routine traffic stop yesterday in Shimokandale but were unable to do so when the driver took off uh, car with Texas registration fled south on routes 11 and 15 starting where the former Ted's Landing restaurant was in Shemoka Dam to uh, routes 11 and 15 and then 522 in Sealance Grove. The driver uh, took off on foot after stopping in Sealance Grove near railroad tracks in the Susquehanna River. Troopers used helicopters most of the day from 8.30 until about 3.30 or so. Numerous troopers converged on that area but could not find the individual. This suspect described as a black non-Hispanic male, 24 years of age, about six feet tall, wearing black pants, and navy blue shirt, and not wearing any shoes. That's a tough area to be walking around without shoes. Anyway, they do say there's no immediate concern for public safety, but they ask anyone with information to contact them. Driving your car without shoes isn't the easiest thing to well, do. Well, I either. do that all the time. I I don't like to drive with shoes on, but that's just me. <laughs> you don't like to do this program with shoes on. I don't do <laughs> anything with shoes on. <laughs> anyway, except walk down the hallway. Ah, not even that. Some times. Anyway, being on high alert throughout the pandemic can lead to anxiety and not necessarily an easy adjustment period now.
4: The pandemic presented huge stressors on families because somebody had to stay home with kids. With older adolescents, you had the problem of maybe not being your most motivated. Now you have to do all your work online. A lot of times that didn't happen. If mom and dad weren't home, kind of monitor that.
2: Susan Decker, a family practice center's licensed uh, professional counselor was on WKOK Sunrise discussing the pressures we faced over the 18 months and strategies to help us adjust. Sound advice for everybody. You can hear that at WKOK.com The Marcellus shale money is declining slightly this year. Pennsylvania's counties and municipal governments including Shemokin Dam will see the lowest level of annual fee revenue they get from the Marcellus shale gas wheels as a uh, drill slowed and prices went down during the pandemic. The PUC said Monday the impact fee revenue for Marcellus Shale Wells sank to about $146 million from drilling activity in 2020, uh, down $54 million from the year before. Lawmakers authorized that fee in 2012 uh, rather than a, another type of fee uh, like a per- cubic liter fee, which other states use. Uh, Pennsylvania is the only state in the nation that has an impact fee, and uh, probably the only state that distributes the fee to everybody in the state, whether they've had a significant impact or no impact at all, but that amount of revenue will be down slightly. Finally, Reggie uh, getting a diss in Harrisburg. The, well, we'll play that later. That's uh, the controversial natural gas uh, regulation thing the governor wants to get us into. It's cockamamie anyway and it looks like the legislature is going to stand in his way. We've got a caller Unusual news story. <laughs> what? The one you just ad-libbed. Oh, 795 is our telephone number. Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Morning, Mike.
9: Good morning. You're welcome. Um, you know, as long as I've been following the um, situation in Afghanistan, it's always, the major issues have always been the, um, uh, the pipeline and the opium. And I think i think trump stopped the pipeline or wanted to or and other presidents may have wanted to because that's a market for the gas that's being um, mined or whatever in the united states because most of the pipelines head to the coast where it's liquefied and there's a market in europe so um that's what i think is going on there and um I just read the other day that this, now this is from Penn Future, which is a center left-leaning group in Harrisburg uh, where Pennsylvania gave the um, energy, the um, fossil fuel energy, $3.8 billion of subsidies in 2019. So when people call and ask, there's no money for this and there's no money for that, I always, you know, I always either go on the national level to the Defense Department, or to the subsidies in general that big business gets.
2: That's my feeling on it. Okay, well, that's an interesting comment. So, what? Four billion in subsidies to net to energy companies from Pennsylvania? Three point
9: eight, according to Penn Future, three point eight mm-hmm. billion dollars in subsidies to uh, energy companies. So that would be fracking, uh, oil, gas, whatever um in 2019 hmm. and uh i did another center left i did try to check out they think it's the commonwealth foundation they also have uh, um some information on cor I'm, I'm i'm one of my interests is corporate welfare and they have a whole sh- a list of corporate welfare and i called them and said well why why don't you have uh this and i you know they never returned my call let's put it that way They're <laughs> well, they're center right, and I've called them about a half dozen times, and they they don't return my phone call. But uh, they have a list of things that are considered, in their opinion, corporate welfare, and um, one of them is horse racing in Pennsylvania. We give a, a huge amount of money to uh, promote horse racing. I mean, it's a lot of it's, it's a lot of baloney when you think of you know we need money for more important things. But um, yeah, check those out: Commonwealth Foundation, Penn Future it's uh, both one leans right one leans left and um, yeah but if Afghanistan that pipeline's been going on for a long time and of course that would help Russia if it goes if it goes through and um, uh, we I'm pretty sure that the gas in Pennsylvania and others is they're heading to the coast to Philly etc where they're going to liquefy it and ship it and that's a huge Europe would be a huge market for as much as the gas industry wants us to believe that it's gonna be domestic. My understanding based on my reading is that it's not. It's the market is overseas. They're trying to develop a market here, but you know yeah. they haven't been successful. Well we so, pumped hey, a, have a great day. Hey,
1: we pumped a lot of money down rat holes before. We gave Cylindra five hundred thirty five million and they won belly up, so you know, apparently they don't care about how we spend our money in Washington these days. <laughs>
9: Yeah, well, you know, you'd have to be an idiot not to know that the government has been lying to us. I mean, I'm a geezer, I'm seventy-one. I still can't get over the lie they told about JFK's assassination. So, you know, and there have been lots of other lies that the intelligence community has told us about Vietnam and Afghanistan and you you name it. I mean, you have to really dig deep and read all across the spectrum, and, and then hopefully you've been given a good decent education. You can read and comprehend and think critically and you can figure it out yourself. Well,
7: that's, fair
1: that's enough. Fair right. enough. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate Thanks your call. Calling.
9: You're
1: welcome. Uh, upper right-hand corner, Joe. Says, we have a lot of interest in how this plays out, meaning the uh, uh, pipeline. pipeline and not Zelindra, now I'm sorry, which which one we're talking about? We're Back talking to about Russia feeding the yeah, Europeans. Yeah, okay. We have missile bases and American military bases scattered all over Europe, along with many of our men and women stationed there. It does give us
2: some leverage in this issue. Well, he's right. He's very much right. All right. In terms of uh, Tom, who uh, one of our texters said he was a Putin puppet. And it was Lester Holt who did
1: the interview. One of our texters reminded me that it was Lester Holt. I couldn't remember who did the interview with uh, Kamala Mm -hmm. over the weekend. And this was one other texter says, Tom, 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 Biden is a Putin puppet along with a puppet of Excel. Must be tough having two hands up your back controlling you. (laughs) And then, Tom, why are you so anti-American? Against energy production, against American jobs, you
2: seem to be anti-American. Oh, yeah, that's uh, our level of discourse these days. Thank you. You don't have enough flags, Tom. That's the problem. <laughs> All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. We'll take a quickie break. When we come back, uh, we would invite you to call in with your opinion about these important topics. Is there any way we can glue this republic back together? one eight hundred seven we would love your ideas on that topic as well. Getting Marjorie Taylor Green to start apologizing would be a, a great first step. So we'll have that uh, Reggie sound bite that I promised. I finally found that on the screen in front of me, so we can play that. 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. We'll be right back.
8: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subray Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth.
2: All right. Welcome back. we got one call coming in. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. I mentioned that a bill in Harrisburg that would require legislative approval for Pennsylvania to join the regional greenhouse gas initiative has been passed by the state Senate. Our correspondent Mark Sims reports on the latest on this cockamamie proposal.
9: Supporters of the bill, including Senator Chris Dush, argue Governor Tom Wolfe has gone beyond his authority in directing the State Department of Environmental Protection to join Reggie.
12: The authority has to come from the people, and if he can show me anywhere in the Constitution of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania where he's been given the authority to write law or to enter into compacts, I'll be happy to yield,
9: but that day will never come. But Senator Amanda Capoletti opposed the bill.
5: This bail is a thinly veiled attempt to seize authority from the administration so that the legislature may continue to do nothing to regulate the continued release of dangerous levels of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. The
9: bill passed the Senate on a veto-proof 35 to 15 vote, with six Democrats joining Republicans in voting for the bill. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK.
2: And finally, this has not happened in Shamoka Dam, a town in Florida, made a bit of an oopsie, selling their water tower by mistake. A businessman purchased a municipal building that was near the water. Tower for fifty-five thousand dollars with the goal of converting it into a gym, but he went to the county to get the address of his new business location. He was told the parcel also included the town's active, in-use water tower. Luckily for the town, he was willing to give that back to him. I'd have sold it. Back I think there. he sold it back to a buck. I think he had to sell it. Wow, well, come on now. <laughs> Joe hasn't done that lately. So no, that's we haven't different. sold
1: the water tower in Shemokin Dam anytime right. soon, and we're not planning to. Hey, listen, more than twenty-five people have signed a petition calling for the Randolph Board of Education to resign days after the district voted to remove the names of holidays from the school calendar following an earlier debate about how to refer to Columbus Day. In the, in the uh, petition, they say Superintendent Jen Fano and all of the Board of Education members have disgraced our community and clearly do not have the best interests of our children in anything they do. The online petition stated late last week, it reads, they represent everything that is wrong with education today and are completely incompetent in every aspect of their role. The Randolph Public School calendar will no longer list any holiday by name. Instead, they'll be labeled generally like just a day off, with no description of the reason behind it. The decision led to a firestorm of criticism. Randolph School District is located in Morris County, about 60 miles north of Trenton and around 40 miles northwest of New York City, and it must also be located near some place where they need help getting mental health, because these people are not mm. quite
2: right. <laughs> what, the protesters or the school? No, board? the School board. School board, okay. Well, I don't think it's that big a deal, you know, that they don't put all these appropriate uh, holidays there. I think you should leave Memorial Day and Veterans Day and Flag Day there. But they're I mean, not doing that. Well, that's wrong. <laughs> so, in other words, you believe in certain holidays. Well, I can I understand. Think you should
1: salute our veterans if sure, you have a Sure, I do to. too. Uh, and I believe that the the debate over Columbus Day is a legitimate debate. You mm-hmm. know, I don't think it should be whether it's Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day. You know, because the indigenous peoples weren't always so noble either. You know, we—if oh. you want to complain about people, there's plenty to complain about in our history. Yeah,
2: how dare they not let us invade their country and then fight unfairly while we attack them? That is so wrong. Well, we weren't scalping people. Oh,
1: <laughs> so you carve that out and say, "Aha!" Now there were atrocities on so both are, sides. Oh. I'm, I'm being a little flippant, but seriously. I I think the debate should be, do we have Columbus Day or not have Columbus Day? Not do we have Columbus Day or Indigenous Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, You know, if you want to find some way to honor the people who were here before that or before the rest of us came here, fine. But I don't think it should necessarily be Columbus Day. Again, I go back to my idea: famous Americans Day. Pick, and there are some tremendous Native Americans who deserve recognition in this country. Mm. You know, quite frankly, famous um,
2: people from the Americas would be
1: probably right, people like Cornplanter. Uh, the around here, even Shingas, who was a complex character, but you know he did some good, he did some evil. But you know, if you want to find people who, that you can honor who are Native Americans, that's fine. But you know, the question to me is whether or not we should have Columbus Day. I come down on the side of not. Uh, And not because I believe Columbus was, in in retrospect, a terrible person, uh, although he certainly had some deficiencies. But, you know, there are other people more deserving of recognition and having a day, if you will. It's like we're saying, okay, the Italians need a day, so we're going to have Columbus Day. The Irish need a day, so we're going to give off St. Patrick's Day. The Greeks need – I don't know who the Greek equivalent of St. Patrick would be, but I'm sure there is one. Mm -hmm. Or, you know – so and black people have Martin Luther King Euro. Day.
2: Everybody has to have a day. Everybody's our hero if you're Greek. one 800 <laughs> is our telephone number. Al's ready to go. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
11: Uh, this week the bishops are
12: uh, having a big meeting, the Catholic bishops, and one of their uh, subjects are going to be whether to give pro-choice politicians the Holy Eucharist. All uh, right. And there's going to be 280 bishops and and that's going to be one of the matters and in 2004 they left it up to there was a letter put out and they left it up to the local bishops um whether to give communion to pro-choice politicians now in washington dc biden does receive go regularly and does receive the holy communion but the uh Cardinal there, Gregory, Wilton Cardinal Gregory, uh, says it's okay. But then they had a choice to uh, give him Holy Communion down in South Carolina, and he was denied in 2019. So that's that's in the news, and another thing they're going to be voting for is if the Catholics want to make their number one Thing, uh fight abor-
2: uh, abortion well, do you think that the, that uh, joe biden should receive communion
12: not according to my teachings when i when i
2: converted-hmm
12: unless he would denounce it and and confess it and and change his mind then he could
1: definitely well, I'm sorry but unless he's actually performing the abortions <laughs> I don't think he's done anything wrong. He's complicit. It's a political opinion. We start mixing politics and religion that's where we get into an issue. You know, I don't well, believe I don't believe in abortion. No, I don't I don't believe in no. abortion. But
12: politics and government were mixed from the very beginning. Well politics and
1: government I agree were mixed but politics and religion
2: weren't he misspoke. You know that. Well, scope. Well,
12: yeah. I, yeah. I, okay. Well, you are an intellectual. And, <laughs> and it's, hard, and it's, it's, hard, it's hard for me to mitigate with super intelligent intellectuals like you. Well, I, I'm sorry. I'm but none of those of things.
1: No, I, I know what you meant, but here's the thing. Unless, I mean, go back to what and I said earlier. We unless got out of
12: this, Here's the thing. If we get got out of this country, we're all in trouble. All right. That's the real thing. But the, you guys don't want to talk about it, but that's the real truth.
1: The problem is that Joe Biden has a feeling, an opinion. And a lot of people have an opinion on abortion, and about as many people favor it as oppose it. You know, so to make it a, a litmus doesn't test make right. doesn't make it right, and I, I agree with you that it's wrong. I, I don't support it. I wouldn't vote in favor of it. Um, but I, you know, from a secular standpoint in this country, I don't think the Supreme Court should vote to overturn Roe versus Wade because it's settled law. You know, you have to you draw.
11: You have to you draw.
1: You have to draw a line between your duties as a citizen and your duties to your faith. You know, and I don't know, you may draw that line differently than I do.
12: Faith comes first in my book, and what do you think God thinks?
1: Uh, Uh, I wouldn't uh, know, I wouldn't presume to tell you what I think God thinks. Well,
2: Well,
12: God would not, I can tell you what God would think. (laughs) Yeah, He would think uh, 64 million deaths in this country since the 60s were due to abortion, and he, he's not going to be smiling much longer.
1: But Joe Biden so didn't perform one of them. Al. Joe Biden didn't perform under one of them. God. He may agree that they're acceptable, and I, I don't know anybody. Uh, maybe there are some politicians who advocate unrestricted abortion. I haven't heard anybody come out like that. Most people put restrictions on it. I put restrictions on it. You know, to me, it would be life of the mother, um, incest, or rape, and that would be it. You certainly would never use it for birth control or for uh, selective breeding purposes. Or to uh, That's
12: what it was originally, and now that's what they're doing. So it's gotten out of control, and it needs pulled back.
1: Well, I think society has a vested society has a vested interest in not killing people. In my opinion, you know, we we condemn the Nazis when they Unless it's the death
2: penalty. Then it's deserved. then it's all right. No, oh my you know, gosh! Our abortions,
12: our abortions affect mainly one race. So how how much you know? Could I mean it's awful what they did, but it's awful what we're doing. One can't condone the other.
1: Well, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you on that, Al. I'm just saying that Joe Biden shouldn't suffer a penalty from his faith because of his politics. That's yeah, my argument. I just
12: got to put my opinion out there, and I appreciate that.
1: And you're, but that's is, what we're here for.
12: It is a subject that should be discussed, and it is a it is a shame when this country when we're using it the wrong way. And your and your sense, I kind of agree with you. If it's the mother's life or the baby's life and the mother has a bunch of kids to take care of why take the risk of taking the mother away from four other siblings if they can almost guarantee if that you know they abort this baby mom will be okay that is okay or somebody in the family is a pervert and got a young niece or somebody pregnant that to you know might solve a little bit of a problem but There'd be some doubt down the road anyway of what they did and why they did it. But it's a, it's a better reason than just birth control. That's why we got out of control.
1: Well, I agree with you on that. So we're in agreement on most of it. I just don't think that Joe Biden or anyone else—I mean, Lutherans, you don't refuse to give people communion based church, on, their or politics, on their politics. And yeah, so. our, faith,
12: our Catholic faith is the reason I converted— is because I think they are the only stronghold left because everybody else is getting wishy-washy.
1: Have you uh, heard of the, Have you heard of the Baptists? I don't believe they're wishy-washy. <laughs> yeah, don't mention that. <laughs> when you drive by the Baptist church, they'll run out and.
12: Now, that, that might be my next next step. <laughs> there
1: are There are many Protestant churches that don't favor abortion.
12: I've uh, been Lutheran, Methodist, Independent, and now Catholic.
2: Well, know? nobody favors abortion, but uh, you know, Lutheran woman's right to choose her freedom and her body and, and her decision making. That's what uh, you'll, you'll find that people can stand up for. And I, I think you know, there's a lot of yeah, grace that, that we don't get. So,
12: the pardon? If they do it the birth control, they're going to have problems down the road psychologically. Uh, it's no doubt I mean once they find the Lord and and they realize what they did and why they did it they're gonna have some doubt
2: right Okay, we got right. you. I'll thank you so much for calling in.
1: All right, I think we can all agree, for the sake of argument, that religion does not—most religions do not support abortion. Well, no, they don't. Okay, so it, that's but, at uh, the end of that discussion. Most of them don't.
2: One You name f- me a, a religion that does support. Uh, it? Supports and endorses in religion. Uh, no, I'm not aware of any. Okay. No, but but uh, you know they support a woman's right to choose. That's that's what some do. Is, is, is that uh, is there a religion on record as saying that that we support a woman's right to choose? Well. Mm-hmm. Not that I specifically know, but I don't know the tenets of every major religion. Uh, but I, I think in the Lutheran Church, there's a, a, a great deal of grace that goes with uh, your confession and your faith and your opportunity to talk about, uh, you know, and to talk about with your your pastor, or these kind of things, these, these important issues. But a woman's right to choose or a woman's pr- right to privacy isn't superseded by her faith, uh, at least in the corporate sense of the Church. You know, they don't forbid women from having an abortion, doesn't encourage, but they don't like the death penalty either. Catholics like the death penalty. What's up with that? Not all Catholics like the death penalty. <laughs> <laughs> name one who doesn't. Well, I can name you quite a few of my friends who well, don't. Well, your Pope doesn't like it okay. and, and, your, and your Cardinals don't, but your rank and file Catholics like yourself think, hey... Fry them if you got them. So you're now telling us how we all think. All right. Yes. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number talking about abortion. Uh, should Joe Biden get communion? Because he has supported uh, a women's right to choose. He's a pro-choice candidate and politician and uh, American leader, but he's Catholic, and he gets communion when he goes to Mass. Some, well, some, some Masses, not all. Oh, but South not Carolina. all. Okay, right. so some folks cut him off. All 800 What's your view on that?
10: You know all dads love two things, comfortable furniture and saving money. Well, we can help with both here at Shimox Furniture. Hi, this is JP from Shimox Furniture in Coltmont. If you're struggling to find that perfect gift for Dad this Father's Day, I have just the thing. We have many items in stock that Dad will love. Over 100 pieces of new furniture just arrived from Lane and Best, recliners, sofas and much more. Now through Father's Day, we're offering $100 off every in-stock recliner and we have sofas starting at 4 dollars We have many of the top names in furniture. Flex Steel, Lane, Leather Italia, Best, Lancer, Serta and more. We make it easy for you and Dad with free delivery setup and removal of your old furniture come see why we were voted the area's best furniture store the past five years now through father's day we're offering 100 off every in-stock recliner and we have sofas starting at 499 shimox furniture on route 61 in coltmont shimox.com and on facebook shimox furniture selling happiness since 1915
2: Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. We've been talking about President Biden is permitted to get communion from most communicants uh, during a Catholic mass. I'm certain this passes the, the, the who cares test because a lot of our audience
1: isn't of that faith. Well, Al cares. Al cares, yes. <laughs> Al cares a great deal, and Al called in about it. Well, he's a good listener. He's so. a good listener, so he gets right. to make that comment.
2: <laughs> 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Marie, you get to go first. You're on the mark.
1: I
4: don't ordinarily call in because I don't get a chance. But if I want to hear anything about religion, I will go to church, which I do. I do not want to have to listen to it online with a bunch of people who have no idea what they're talking about. There's not a man in the world who can give me anything about abortion or who gets to take communion. It's not your business. Leave it alone. Religion is a private matter, and I don't want to hear about it, and I will not watch or listen to your show anymore because of it.
2: Well, the reason we accepted this today is this is the intersection of politics and religion. You know, a president of the United States. Well, it
4: shouldn't be. Okay. Politics and religion don't go together.
2: Gotcha. All right. Well, we miss you already. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you, Marie, that it's, it's, it's a difficult... Well, she's gone, so she, she didn't even want to hear what For we're going to say. For good, too, I might For add. For good, yeah. I, I mean, you know... Uh, as you and I discussed off air, we don't allow people to call in and discuss their sex life daily, you know, or we don't allow them to because call in and talk about what dinner personal. what they're having for dinner today or their bathroom habits. These are personal issues and religion is a personal issue. However, when they do intersect, when politics intersects with religion as it does on the issue of abortion, many of the people who oppose abortion do so on the basis of religious
2: grounds. And that makes it a topic that's fair game, right? Absolutely. And if you can't stand this show anymore because you heard a politics versus religion conversation, you're, I'm surprised you made it this far because it comes up every day in one form. Religion impacts everything, as our good listener Dan points out. We just don't let people call in and say if their whole purpose is to say how fabulous their religion is and how terrible sin is. There aren't two sides of that. Nobody's going to dispute that. Well, and we know what personal. the Bible says about issues,
1: and, you know, we don't need to hear it repeated time and time again. Most of us have had some kind of background there.
2: Well, and as Al pointed out, this is in the news. I was already aware that the bishops were some group of bishops are meeting to decide this topic and most bishops bishops don't want it brought up they like it just where it is now where there was a couple of bishops that don't allow it most of them do and that that's you know how they want this to shake out so um, yeah, that's—so uh, I'm aware of that. So that's in the news, this this Bishop's—maybe uh, it's a big conference or something. Uh, maybe it's at the Vatican. I don't know where it is, but uh, well, when we start punishing
1: people for their opinions,
2: we're in big trouble in this country. All right, Lance, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead.
7: Okay, my decision about why I feel what I do about abortion has nothing to do with religion. It's murder. I mean, it's a very secular— when I was sitting there with that stethoscope on that little swollen belly, I—that's what I thought. It's murder it had nothing to do with my Baptist upbringing whatsoever. Do we you are murdering 12 times as many human beings every year in this country as what the Nazis did in Germany back then.
2: Do you think Joe Biden should get communion?
7: <laughs> what? Well, That's up to his uh, religion there.
2: His Catholic uh, communicant, I guess you would call it. I don't don't know if that's the right word.
7: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was him, if I was the person in charge, I certainly wouldn't give it time because of, uh, you know, his beliefs.
1: And honestly, but do you want I, to be punished for your beliefs, Lance? Do you want somebody to come down and you say, Lance, you believe this, therefore you're going to be punished? I, I think what well, you do is important, but what you think is up to you.
7: Well, yeah, I understand this, but you realize that some organizations have members and when they sign their whatever to join, you have to agree to certain things.
2: And well the and catholic church is the catholic church isn't like that and that's what we're oh. talking about i mean the pope and and the you know people who are the deciders don't like the death penalty but probably 90% of the catholics love the death penalty and think uh, when rightfully applied it's a good punishment
7: mm-hmm. well understand that but uh, i guess in the long run really all i'm saying is if i was in charge and i'm not so it's it's up to the church Whatever,
2: whichever way Whatever they, they want go. to do. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that thought. That's that's falls on the f- side of know, privacy that we talked about. I think we, you know,
1: Mark and I agree that abortion is an evil, and it's not something that should be lightly entered into. And I'm sure you agree with that as well. But when we start punishing people because they say they support it or they think it's not unacceptable then we're in big trouble. I mean, the whole idea of this country is we have the right to think what we think. And no one's supposed to tell us how to think or how to feel. Okay. We arrive at our own moral conclusions every day, don't we? we you decide, well, you pass a, a jar of money at a convenience store that's there to collect for somebody's uh, personal need. You don't stick your hand in there and take the money out. That's a personal decision you made, and you make every day. I'm not going to be an immoral person. I'm not going to be a bad person. I'm not going to be a thief, you know. But if you think, I'd like to stick my hand in there, I could use 50 bucks, I'd like to stick my hand in that jar and take it, you're not guilty of anything.
2: Where is this jar? I
7: don't know. We'll have to find
2: one. All right. Go ahead, Lance.
7: Well, but too then, when Biden joined the church, he agreed to certain things, right?
1: Not really. He was baptized into it as a kid. He was incapable of forming any
2: opinions at the time. Yeah, and I think our sinful nature is pretty much (laughs) stipulated throughout, so... I think they, right. they knew well, he'd fall short.
7: Completely unrelated. Please, uh, <laughs> you realize? Okay, you realize that driving with no shoes is a violation of the law.
2: I know one of our okay. good friends who's a police. police uh, yeah, you have to wear shoes. Uh, one of our good police officers <laughs> says he uh, he just uh, texted. I think if I'm saying it the way he means it, it's he texts. Aha. <laughs> huh? So he finally got, you know, the 20th thing that uh, my violation. Pull him <laughs> over. <laughs> Give him a ticket. Right, exactly. That's what All I right. think that's going to happen. And I won't. It'll be very close to my house, I might add. And I will ask Shemokin Dam's police department to <laughs> be on alert. Out. <laughs> right. You see that Ford Ranger truck <laughs> with a yes. slight odor behind it. Anyway, thank you, Lance. <laughs> yes, Lance. Yes, I'm aware it's been pointed out a couple. Appreciate times. your call. Appreciate Take care. <laughs> (laughs) All right, 1-800-795-9565. The order of your selection there, Joe. I didn't see the topic. All right, uh, let's see. To the woman who just
1: called and said she doesn't want to hear religion on the air, this is a call-in show where opinions are expressed. There are a lot of opinions I don't want to hear, but I would never presume to tell others what they can or cannot say on a talk show. Now, that's what we do. (laughs) <laughs> right, That's our job. We make a decision. They call in and curse, and we tell them they well, can't see, do it. This, this, is re- this isn't a religious discussion. This is a political, a political discussion, discussion related right. to the president. And related. Uh, re- religion is peripheral
2: to and it. Al knows that, and that's why he brought it up. He's just trying to create problems for trying us. trying to stir <laughs> up the
1: show again. And then uh, Mike Boling says, Most religions help leaders make better choices. The lack of a moral compass is a disturbing fact with many present-day politicians and
2: dictators in the world. Amen, brother. All right, thank you. Yeah, well said. All right, we got caller ready to go. Who is first? Uh, Joseph is first, and then there's another one waiting. Go ahead, Joe. Joseph. Yes,
4: thank you, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I was. Call- I'm to comment on the abortion situation with Joe Biden. Uh, every faith has their uh, tenets and uh, things that you must. Uh, believe to belong to that faith. I don't care if it's Baptist, Methodist, Lutheran, Presbyterian, or or Catholic, or whatever. If you disagree with them, well, then they have the right to say, hey, you know, we don't want you here. And uh, furthermore, (laughs) how can someone uh, if you're against abortion, which I am, of course, uh, how can you say for incest, is it all right to kill that child? Because uh, some woman was raped. Is that the child's fault in the in the womb of that woman? Because she was raped? I know it's a terrible thing. I understand that. But it's not the child's fault. That's a human being. Well, we just kill that child because he was, uh, you know.
2: Yeah, it didn't work out, you know.
4: Yeah, right. Or maybe if he has some kind of disease, uh, and we find that out before him, which they can now, well, we just kill him. I had a, a boy that had retinoblastoma, and had they knew back then in the 60s, that uh that was you know a disease that would render him blind uh we might as well just kill him but no we didn't kill him uh he lived to be 30 some years old and uh he was he was he was a wonderful boy but anyway um it's just terrible and you said about protestants there's there's no protestants out there today protestant come from the word protesters and by the way we're you talking about the holocaust that was terrible, wasn't it? There were 6 million Jews and others that were killed. Would you agree that that was terrible what Hitler did? Sure. Okay, then I want you to agree to another historical point that is a fact. The the Catholic Church murdered over 40 million in the crusades and inquisitions from the 14th century on. Was that terrible?
1: It's not and ideal. He, he,
4: he even Hitler said, "I'm only carrying out the four, the the, the eight, 1500 work, year work of the Catholic Church by killing the Jews." He made that statement. Okay. And so, you know, when you read things in the Book of Revelation, so your that,
1: point is, let's kill the Catholics?
4: No, no, Come no, on. no. I'm just saying. Well, you've referred that to the uh, organization. Did that horrendous thing? <laughs> Uh, it's a matter of historical fact. Read up on the Inquisition. Wow. That was terrible. I mean, that was worse than what Joseph Mengelin did, I think. You know, I mean the things that they did to women and children and men and uh, oh, I don't even. It, it. You couldn't talk about it on the air.
1: That was yeah, hundreds uh, of years ago. Hitler's atrocities were more recent, where we know better. At the time, they <laughs> thought they were serving a, a greater purpose. And the Crusades, you know, whether they were right or wrong, I guess they were mostly wrong. Were designed to protect people going to the Holy Land. Well, well in mean, Europe,
4: I'm talking Inquisition too. All right, that's well, You well, know that, what right. the Spanish yeah. Inquisition
1: was? Sure, Torquemada. The Grand Inquisitor.
2: Well, and in Europe and overseas, the Crusades and Inquisition are brought up and talked about. Now, they don't have a museum, and it's not daily conversation, but it is something that is a deep and uh, closely held part of their history that nobody wants to repeat.
1: A lot of people yes, did sir. terrible things in okay. early days. That that doesn't mean that they should be, you know, brought up today, and and uh, people should well, pay a penalty what I'm for them. the thing is,
4: prophecy in, in Book of Revelation says okay. that she's going to do it again. All right, uh, it's, it's a fact. She we got you, and, Joseph. Okay,
2: thank you, Joseph. Thank you so much, Take sir. Care. Thanks for calling okay. me in. I appreciate that. All right, hold on, Mike. We will be right back.
8: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The submarine.
2: Why don't you talk to us about the good folks at the Sunbury Motor Company? I don't want to do that. I want to talk about one particular truck. It is a truck that you can aptly say is open for business. It's the Ford F-150, the King Ranch truck in particular. I got to drive one around, and it is just a great truck, but it has a fabulous flat workspace in it. You can pivot the seat and sit comfortably and put the gear shift down and plug in your laptop. It's got a generator there, 400 watts. You could run that if that's what it needs. If you need to run a desktop computer and there is something, Joe takes his desktop everywhere he goes. But this is a mobile office that's just ready for you to utilize it. 24 miles a gallon on the highway, 21 in the city, start-stop technology averages 19. It's got power, everything, moon roof, two rows of seats, a fantastic truck, so I ordered a couple of them, and they'll be down at the Sunbury Motor Company soon. This is an opportunity for you to save a lot of money, take advantage of a volume dealer that's going to help you out uh, with a vehicle that will help you work in the field, and take a crew with you. It's got Ben Seats in the back that go all the way across the back. They're the 40, 20, 40 bench seat that seats uh, three, but four hunters can fit in the back if you're going climb, taking them up to the top of the mountain. Uh, so it's ultra practical workspace in the front, and of course, great gasoline miles and great, great price too. Way less than $50,000. It was $51,000 on the sticker, but I guess uh, Ford's got some more incentives they rolled out for the month of June, and that'll get it down even lower. The truck I ordered is about forty four thousand dollars so we invite you to do what i did go to sunbury motor company talk to kyle go to sunbury and get uh, fixed up mike you're on the mark thanks for calling in
11: oh you're welcome you know when i was about uh chin high to the kitchen table i was at my favorite aunt's house and uh, it was all full of italians except for uh, my dad and myself and uh, my favorite aunt she would go to the high speed stops in a heartbeat she was at the kitchen sink And they were talking politics at the table, and I'm just listening. And and all of a sudden, she went off, and she turned around, and she said, I don't care what your politics are, but the people on the extreme left and the extreme right, they're a problem. And it took me many years to, to grasp that. I was probably about five years old when I heard that. And when it comes down to abortion, I think that's what gets all the attention, the people on the extreme. And I've said it before, and and people don't agree with me, but I I believe I'm a a moderate. And right now, the law of the land is abortion. is okay.
4: You you can have it or whatever.
11: But to me, the extremes are kind of mucking it up. Because in my mind, an abortion is an irrevocable action. It can't be undone. And... And I'm going to point fingers at the Democrats. The Democrats are always the ones that says everything has to be perfect. All conditions have to be uh, just right for everything, whether it's politics, education, or whatever. But when it comes to abortion, that's not true. They 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 will not accept, and I don't want to say regulations or rules, but to me, when someone's going to take an irreversible action, I think... It, it, society owes it to that person because there's all kinds of circumstances that counseling and education needs to be made available because uh, I, I, I can tell I had a person very close to me have an abortion and at the time they thought it was the correct thing but they lived to regret that however, if they would have had some counseling uh, you know, from both sides of the fence Maybe it would have been different. I'm not saying everything can be perfect, but the idea that there can't be any controls on abortion other than you say you want one and that's it, I don't agree with that, okay? That's where I stand on abortion.
1: And then there's the issue of who should pay for it. Many of those people who want them unlimited want the government to pay for it.
11: Exactly. So then what you're saying then is you and me who have maybe different feelings from the far left were subsidizing abortion yeah I I get you on
1: that yeah I certainly don't think taxpayers dollars should be involved with it um, unless under you know there may be some extraordinary circumstance where that might have to be the case but I can't think of one right now off the top of my head who's pushing for these widespread
2: free abortions
1: well, Planned Parenthood, for one, they've, they've talked
2: about making it readily <clears throat> available. That's not true. Next topic. In terms of money, who no. funds them? Sorry. Who funds them? Well, people pay for them. The abor- uh, insurance can pay for it. A lot of insurance companies do. But the U.S. government doesn't pay for people's abortions. Sorry, Joe. No, but people I, that wasn't my point. I said people want them to pay for it. Well, people want a lot of things, but they're <laughs> not getting it. Mike, I appreciate what you say. I'm Boy, not sure Democrats are walk. the big you're issue. Really, I think Republicans are a greater uh, issue. Well, uh, we are. What uh, we right. do we do? Well, because you are helping us to chew away at the Republic, <laughs> trying to make sure that the the. The progress that we've made trying to take care of every individual in this U.S. that we backslide. Plus, you guys are the We're terrible... We're not taking care of individuals if we abort them. Well, that's a woman's choice to do. It's not, you know, their philosophy is that it's not a person yet. It's just a, a, but congl- it's not a conglomeration a, it's of n- cells.
1: It's not going to become a deer or an elephant.
2: It's going to become a human being. So, Mike, I would look to the nearest mirror if you think that it's just uh, Democrats that are tearing down this country.
11: No, I'm not saying that, Mark. All all I'm saying is, if, am I still on the air? Yeah,
2: you're still there, but
1: you're running out of time. 10 seconds.
11: Okay, If, if, if someone's on Medicaid, who's paying for the abortion? Taxpayers.
2: Well, good point, got you there. Why are young women on Medicaid? I'm not familiar with that. All right, we got you, Mike. We're going to have to finish this later. Young women on Medicaid getting their abortion paid for.
12: Not for
7: Medicaid.
2: Yep, thanks, sir. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Rob Center. Thank you, Joe. This is WKOK Sunbury.